Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Tyre Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit tyrepower.com.au now. The panel. Very privileged to have on the panel this morning a voice you know very, very well. You'll hear him later this afternoon as well. Mark Stafford has popped into the studio early for us and Jamie Wall, of course, who's been away. <clears throat> on reconnaissance in Fiji, my voice is just about running out. Uh, Jamie, welcome back. And the rugby side of things, the rugby side of things, uh, has improved much while you've been away. Although there's been changes, what have you made of them? Oh, uh, uh, Buller, uh, Smithy, and hello, Steffi. Um, uh, I have to tell you, I'm actually still here. <laughs> I'm not coming back till next oh, week. What? So um, just decided to stay here and uh, check the mood of the Fijian public uh, after they've lost Jason Ryan. And this is going to sound like an absolute G up, but I actually even managed to talk to their Prime Minister about it. Like, this did actually happen um, on uh, Saturday afternoon, and um, he's not happy about it. So, uh, yeah, few people are, are not so happy because – Obviously, the mood up here is that um, the, the All Blacks seem to make a habit of um, taking Fijian players and now we're taking the coaches too, even though he's obviously a New Zealander. But, uh, yeah, interesting situation. Um, uh, like, I, I guess it's the first kind of bit of good news, or at least that the All Blacks are heading in, in, in a kind of positive uh, direction. Um, I, I was a little surprised uh, with, with Ryan's move. Um, I thought he'd be... He'd just go wherever Robertson would go. That that'd be some sort of package deal, um, because obviously he's been a part of the success that that Robertson um, has has enjoyed as well, and that obviously he's a very well respected coach. But then at the same time, it's like, well, perhaps he thought this might be my only chance, and that I have to I have to grab it. It's probably not the way that he wanted uh, it to happen, um, but I think that. He he's kind of in a situation where he's 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 got nothing to lose. Like if they go away to South Africa and and drop both these tests, no one's going to be blaming him. So it's going to be a very interesting um, couple of weeks coming up. I can I can tell you that much. Now the hefty price this has come, Steph, uh, financially as well for the rugby union. They sort of had to do something though, Smithy. They had to offer the public and the fans uh, some sort of. Uh, they'll never admit that they got things wrong, but uh, putting Jason Ryan in there, and I sort of I agree a bit with Jamie about. You sort of thought he'd stick with Scott Robertson, but it reminds me of when I was a little kid and my parents used to put me and my sister on the train to Gisborne because we weren't great travellers, and they'd send us away about three hours before the car left. Well, I think Scott Robertson's put uh, Jason Ryan on the All Black train, and you'll see him in Gisborne uh, next year. When and they uh, re- reconvene. <laughs> Willie, uh, who else might he not see, though? Uh, as, as, uh, who are you forecasting? So just say they, they didn't lose, uh, they didn't do too well in these next two, or even if they don't do okay, is there anything else to happen? Uh, 
my understanding on Friday was it was going to be Leon McDonald, and I think this questions have certainly been asked. Now, uh, call me a bit of a conspiracy theorist, but uh, the third party people involved with the Blues won't want Leon McDonald to go just yet, and maybe he's digging his toes in to do another season with the Blues because they finally found some form and returned towards the top of the tree. Uh, the last thing they want is to lose Leon McDonald, who's been uh, a big architect of that. So, a bit of power play in the corridors, I reckon, going on at the moment, Smithy? You know, what got me about it, Jamie, is uh, when they announced the team, uh, it looked like it was sort of the cart before the horse because they announced that John Plumtree was selecting uh, that that particular side to South Africa, of course. Then he's gone, so it's not his side at all. Um, And I just wonder, were there someone else in there, whether there would have been a slight more change of personnel? Well, yeah, good point, because I I think uh, going back to Ryan's situation, that he's come into a team that he's had absolutely nothing to do with. And so what he can do with them is going to be a real test of his, his coaching abilities. But um, yeah, it, it was, uh, you know, everyone was talking about how if Foster was going to be let go, he would be the first all-black coach to effectively get fired. Um, and I, I'm correct me if I'm wrong, but like Plumtree and Moore getting the sack is the first time that's ever happened to an assistant coach as well. So it's kind of rarefied territory for the All Blacks. They haven't really been in the situation before. If they go away to Africa and get flogged over there, and Foster does go, um, I mean, I feel like his situation would be untenable at that stage. Then you would enter a period of I'm presuming Schmidt coming in as a caretaker which again is something the All Blacks have never had to do in their entire history. So it's a very interesting time period that that we're coming into, sort of really no matter what happens, because I think even if they win in South Africa, it's got to the point, and I've been saying this for you know as long as I've been coming on the show, is that it doesn't really matter what Foster does. And and you know at the risk of repeating myself for the twelfth time, it's 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 just it just all all comes down to how he got the job. And now this as well that, you know, it's his neck that should have been on the block. And instead it was Plumtree and more that have gone. I mean, personally, I, I don't think it's this the worst decision to have them replaced. But, you know, why are we looking at those guys when the boss himself should be kind of carrying the can for, for these results? Okay, uh, Jamie Wall is with us uh, this morning as is uh, Mark Stafford in studio. We'll take a very quick news break when we come back. Uh, a couple of moral issues to look at around rugby league jerseys. Big talk, big opinions, the panel. Uh, Jamie Wall with us this morning as is uh, Staff, Mark Stafford. And uh, Staff, uh, there'll be an issue, I, I guess, if you get the phone lines up and running, which will uh, pre- make them pretty warm today. And this is this moral issue that is emerging out of uh, the Manly Sea Eagles Rugby League Club. Uh, the rainbow signal or symbol on the jersey, uh, whether to wear it, what to do from a CEO's point of view. How do you read this? Yeah, I think they've got power in numbers. Like, it's not... Uh, we've seen in the past... Uh, oh, I remember Sonny Bill Williams put a um, basket tape over the BNZ logo because he didn't agree with banking. Um, but that was a, a voice of one. Um, Israel Folau, uh voice of one. Now they've got a voice of seven, and they will get solidarity from each other. Now, these are moralistic things that they truly believe in, and I've, I've always struggled with it a little bit. When, when it's not your moralistic value, I'm all about the rainbow nation and inclusivity and all of that. And um, it's probably not a fair um, illustration, but I remember a long time ago, a friend of mine 
he became a friend of mine. He was a real estate agent in Wellington, and he was Indian, and he had a, he went back to India for an arranged marriage. And I said, mate, I just don't get how you can marry someone you've never met. And he said, yeah, I get you're struggling with that. And he said, but I just don't get how you don't let your parents choose your wife for you. It's just like com- come from completely different paths. Now, this is a strongly felt opinion in the Pacific Island community, particularly around this, this rainbow thing. And they're just saying, we don't support um, that lifestyle, so we can't, we can't illustrate it. And it won't just be them, it'll be pressure from their families too. Yeah, Jamie, it is. Um, it's a, it's an interesting one. What do you think the end result will end up being here? Yeah, you're right. It is interesting, and it is a it's a very complicated um, issue. It's it's not just a case as as Steffi just mentioned about just saying right or wrong, um, because I think what we're finding out is as, as New Zealanders and Australians, at least um, for, for Pakeha, Palangi, uh, whatever you want to say is I think this issue with Israel Folau and now these guys uh, is really showing just how much uh, of a conservative religious culture exists within the Pacifica uh, community. It's something we probably haven't had to think about an, an awful lot. And now it is because it's it's on TV in front of us. It's on social media right in front of us. And it's something that we kind of probably need to have a talk about. Um, because, you know, these guys have a right to believe in their religious beliefs, but at the same time, they are employed by a team that uh, is essentially giving them a, a work request to say, this is what we're doing this weekend, and if you don't like it, you're not going to play. And that's that employer's right to do that. But also, I mean, I find it just a little bit disingenuous from these players. I mean, first off, do they not even know their own team's history? Like, the, the Manly are the team of the, the most high-profile gay uh, uh, player, uh, sports person ever. And and he's one of the greatest ever players. And, and, and they platform him all the time. They get And, and they're very proud of him. Uh, and I, I, I think that, you know, for this, all the other stuff that happens, for them to get upset about this, uh, given that the, for the problems in the NRL um, that often exist, you know, around moralistic uh, issues, especially domestic violence, um, for a start, uh, that this this is the thing that tips them over the edge. It kind of says a bit more about them than it does about uh, anything else, in my opinion. Interesting. Uh, yeah, of course, you're talking about Ian Roberts. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I actually just triggered that for, from my point of view as well. I mean, thinking about other things this morning, but that's a very, very valid point, actually. It's certainly a role model and an absolute hero out of uh, the Manly Seagulls Club. Uh, Steph, um, was slightly wrong. my interview with Greg Miles uh, ran over a wee bit, so I'm, I apologise for this, but um, that, that was uh, an interview I couldn't, I could not uh, leave, really. You get them every now and then. Uh, but give, it still gives us time, to be fair, to, um, to talk about the Commonwealth Games. And I want you to give me your moment, your moment of the Commonwealth Games that you cannot let go. The one moment, Smithy. Oh. Yes. Jeez, well, I've written down a few. If I have to pick one. Um, so, so my short list was uh, Dick Taylor, John Walker, 
Um, Silver Ferns at Delhi in uh, triple overtime. Lauren Boyle, 2014. Dave Litty at the last one. So, but my number one, my number one, Smithy, I don't think I've ever yelled at a Commonwealth Games quite as much as I yelled for this, was the overtime try by Kelly Brazier to win the sevens at the mm-hmm. Gold Coast last time. It was just, it took me to a place I really visit of sporting euphoria. Mm, interesting. I think we played a bit of that the other day. It was fantastic, mm. the piece of commentary, etc. cetera. Uh, what about you, Jamie? Yeah, well, Stephen just nailed, nailed my one. Um, that was possibly the greatest game of women's um, sevens I've ever seen uh, in a competition that is technically probably harder to win uh, than the Olympics. Uh, so an awesome, awesome game by the um, Blackfriend sevens, and it kind of marked their arrival in New Zealand's consciousness as as a team that uh, that, that that they've they've become. Um, but for me, a slightly more obscure favourite Commonwealth Games memory. Um, not sure how many people know this, but Jason Statham, the uh, Hollywood actor, actually came to Auckland in 1990 and competed in the diving event. You can you can find it on YouTube. It's pretty funny. <laughs> Wow. Wow. I wasn't expecting that one. I wasn't expecting that one. Oh, goodness me. Jason Statham. I wouldn't want to mess with him at the Commonwealth Games. Uh, 10.41 here on SENZ. Our panel this morning has been Jamie Wall. It has been Mark Stafford. Thanks, gentlemen, uh, for your thoughts this morning, and we'll have another uh, panel uh, at the same time tomorrow morning. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91